baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Good morning. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to be back with you. The start of another broadcast week. Hope all is well in your world. You had some great time of the weekend to relax, unwind. And now we're back at it. I want to begin with a major development, which could have a tremendous impact in the future. This is not something that's going to happen overnight, but it is a potential game changer in terms of energy. Now, a big announcement is expected tomorrow. This is tomorrow in the morning. This is really odd. A live stream from the Department of Energy at 7 a.m. Pacific time. What is going on here? Well, here's what's happening. CNET reporting a fusion energy breakthrough. That's what the announcement is reportedly about. A major announcement from U.S. scientists. They may have reached a critical milestone in generating fusion power. These scientists at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory may have achieved a remarkable new high point for fusion reactions, generating even more energy than was pumped in during a recent experiment, according to a report by the Financial Times. The publication suggests scientists with knowledge of preliminary results from a recent experiment have discussed the result and analysis is ongoing. Now, we mentioned the announcement will take place tomorrow from the Department of Energy. The National Ignition Facility operates an inertial confinement fusion experiment, which sees almost 200 lasers fired directly at a tiny capsule of hydrogen. According to Nathan Garland, a physicist at Griffith University in Australia, the lasers create a plasma around the capsule, which eventually starts an implosion. These conditions allow for fusion reactions to take place. So what is fusion, you ask? It's the reaction that powers our sun, and it works by smashing two heavy atoms together. This requires extreme pressure and extreme heat. We're trying to recreate the conditions in a lab. That's very difficult. The energy released by fusing the two atoms together is massive and importantly releases, here's the key thing, no carbon, no carbon, no carbon. Unlike fission, splitting atoms used in nuclear power plants, fusion also leaves behind no radioactive waste, no risk of meltdown. And it turns out, if we could harness fusion power, it would absolutely revolutionize energy, allowing us to generate clean power without pumping greenhouse gases into the atmosphere. Now, if the Financial Times report and chatter on social media is correct, 
scientists could have achieved fusion energy gain, which is denoted by the letter Q in a fusion experiment. I'm not going to give you the formula because I'm horrible in science. <laughs> They're saying, though, we're on our, our way to a bona fide energy breakthrough. One scientists have long been dreaming of reaching. It's a big deal. Now, having said that, as with all science, it's good to be cautious and not overhype results yet to be fully analyzed. We have been here before. After all, in 2013, reports swirled that this feat had been achieved back then. It wasn't the case. But now, in more recent times, there have been some big strides toward achieving the goal. August 2021, researchers reported they had, for a brief moment, recreated the power of the sun in a self-sustaining reaction. That's a good pedigree and one that makes analysts who were looking at this feel a little more confident in the rumors that have been circulating that they've actually achieved what is being speculated on now. A spokesperson for Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory told CNET, our analysis is still ongoing, so we're unable to provide details or confirmation at this time. And they provided a link to the media advisory, which is in all caps, suggesting a major scientific breakthrough. Now, CNET says the result won't mean that we suddenly have an endless supply of energy. It's likely the reaction that took place at NFI lasted for just a fraction of a second or even less. But it's the first step in a journey toward fusion energy as a viable, serious technology to power the world. It's a proof of a concept that fusion experiments can actually be successful. So... Tune in tomorrow. In fact, that is the time for the start of this broadcast, I believe. And we will hear together what it is that scientists have accomplished. Stay tuned. Other positive news to report... A federal appeals court has permanently blocked the Biden administration's mandate on doctors and hospitals forcing them to perform gender transition procedures against their conscience. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, it's the second court to block the mandate. Second court. After the Fifth Circuit ruled similarly earlier this year in Franciscan Alliance versus Becerra. The plaintiffs, a coalition of Catholic hospitals, a Catholic university, and Catholic nuns who run health care clinics for the poor. They were represented by the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. Beckett Vice President, Senior Counsel Luke Goodrich, Goodrich said in a news release, The federal government has no business, no business forcing doctors to violate their consciences or perform controversial procedures. Get the, that could permanently 
harm their patients. This is a common sense ruling that protects patients, aligns with best medical practice, and ensures doctors can follow their Hippocratic oath to do no harm. Imagine that. And this has a long history. After inheriting the mandate from the Obama administration, the Biden administration sought to force doctors to perform gender transition surgeries. What amount to mutilation? And prescribe puberty blockers, cross-sex hormone drugs, and other procedures. Once again, folks, you want to participate in this nonsense, go for it. But to compel other people to take part in this madness, it's unconscionable, especially in the medical field. This is a positive development out of the courts. I would not be surprised if this is appealed. We would love to get your thoughts on this and many other things we discussed during the course of the broadcast today. Glad you are with us. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. On the text line, this texter says, Vince, sounds like Mr. Fusion from Back to the Future 2. <laughs> Vince, I'm very skeptical of DOE, especially when one of its top officials swipes people's luggage from airports. This is a bizarre story. Maybe we'll talk about this later. This is really, by the way, I saw this guy's picture. Goodness, I'm just going to be honest with you. We really have a mental health issue in America right now. Just saying. On the energy developments, Vince, even if this is true, the leftists will still force wind and solar down our throats. Lawrence Livermore has been working on this since at least the early 80s. Then they were using the Nova laser with a single six-foot diameter beam. Thank goodness they did not give up, this texture says. In the first segment, I also made reference to a very good court decision. This court decision touches on the issue of freedom of religion. Not just freedom of religion, freedom of conscience. You don't have to be religious to have a conscience. You know, this used to be kind of a universal thing. People had a sense of a healthy conscience, religious or not. And I want to tell you a little bit more 
about what the Biden administration was attempting to do. If you'd like to join our conversation today or any day, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-938-1110. It's 800-938-1110. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line is 71307. And I want you to listen to this because I want to tell you again, the kind of people that we're dealing with, these are people who are profoundly diabolical. Diabolical. Because again, this is not just about, and again, if you want to participate in this, you're welcome to it. I don't think you should be able to force this on children. I think that's child abuse. But I would also say, you want to participate, go for it. You should not be able to demand that somebody else do this for you. Chop your parts off. No single individual or entity should be compelled by the government to participate in this nonsense. Here's what the Biden administration was attempting to do. Invoking the Affordable Care Act, the Biden administration threatened non-compliant hospitals and doctors with millions of dollars in financial penalties as it attempted to enforce its redefinition of discrimination on the basis of sex to include gender identity. They tried to make this punitive. Fortunately, the Eighth Circuit affirmed the original district court opinion, ruling district court correctly held that intrusion upon the Catholic plaintiff's exercise of religion. Luke Goodrich saying the decision's a huge win for religious freedom. And as I said, not only for religious freedom, for common sense and sound medical judgment. Now, the ruling's somewhat narrow, and only the parties in the cases are protected by the permanent injunction. Despite that, the rulings do set a strong precedent for other doctors to obtain similar protections in the future. Goodrich goes on to say today's victory sets an important precedent that religious health care professionals are free to practice medicine in accordance with their consciences and experienced professional judgment. The government's attempt to force doctors to go against their consciences was bad for patients, bad for doctors, and bad for religious liberty. The Biden administration has 45 days to ask a full panel of Eighth Circuit judges to rehear the case or 90 days days to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Goodrich is saying he believes it's doubtful the Biden administration is going to go forward with an appeal on this. The case Sisters of Mercy versus Becerra. I hope they don't. But these folks are pretty arrogant and they are pretty bullheaded when it comes to violating people's consciences, especially when they want to promote protection of certain classes of people. They can be very, very stubborn. So let's see what happens with this particular case. So, lots of discussion going on over the weekend as people have more time to digest what has happened in recent days in the big trade that took place to allow the release of Brittany Griner. Now, I've got on record of saying, you know, I'm happy for her. Good for her. I'm very concerned about the message that has been communicated. 
by what we have done. No matter what you may think of Brittany Griner, I'm not a fan. But this woman is not a criminal. And we basically exchanged her for a criminal. Not just a criminal. What amounts to a terrorist. Not too smart. Uh, as an aside, <laughs> I'll have to share one of my several stories from the weekend that cracked me up yesterday evening. I ran into a gentleman, and I don't know how we got on the subject. We started talking about this, and he was lauding the success of Joe Biden in getting Brittany Griner out. And, you know, took the opportunity to take a swipe at President Trump for his lack of success in getting Paul Whelan released. He couldn't do it either. And one of the reasons I found out, the foundational reasons, that he has such contempt for Trump, and this is the first person I've ever met (laughs) with this experience, he told me back in the early 2000s, He attended Trump University. Boy, that was a shocker. I was quite stunned. So, you can understand his contempt for the former president. I just, at that point, I thought, well, this discussion is not going to go anywhere productive. (laughs) How in the world do you defend that? You just can't. We are going to talk about this trade, and on the Sunday shows, a conversation that took place from the former Secretary of State discussing the danger of this trade, the exchange for Victor Bout. That much more as we continue our Monday broadcast. Stay with us. on the Vince Coakley radio program. Interesting items here on the text line. Some of these things are things that people have said before. I'm I'm struck by the vehement expressions of support for Russian law. Vince, Brittany is a male. Get it right. Brittany did commit a criminal act in a foreign country and was sentenced appropriately. Jim out of Easley. Another person saying, Griner is a criminal under Russian law. Wow. And this I've heard before. If Brittany had a white woman, I guarantee you they probably wouldn't say anything about the trade. Really? (laughs) It's unbelievable. (laughs) 
Oh, my goodness. Another story that is certainly praiseworthy, I want to draw attention to before we talk about the Griner case. We have justice underway, and it's a long time coming. Think about the year 1988. 1988. Was that 34 years ago? A Libyan man accused of being the Lockerbie bomber will appear in court today. His name is Abi Aguila Massoud. He was allegedly a member of the Libyan Intelligence Services when Pan Am Flight 103 was brought down in 1988, killing 270 people. Remember that horrible, horrible crime? This happened around the Christmas holiday season. So tragic. The Justice Department announced charges against Masood on the 32nd anniversary of the atrocity back in 2020. Scottish and U.S. authorities have now confirmed he's in custody in Washington. This comes as a leading campaigner for families, the, the Scottish victims, called for Masood to be tried in a court chosen by the United Nations. Really? Dr. Jim Swire, whose daughter Flora died in the bombing, said the trial should not take place in the U.S. or Scotland. Other families have welcomed news he will be tried in the United States. Abdel Bassett's Al Magrahi remains the only man to be convicted over the attack, but Dr. Swire doubts the involvement of both Magrahi and Massoud in the bombing. Dr. Swire telling BBC Nelson Mandela had said that no one country should be the complainant, prosecutor, and judge in the case of the Lockerbie bombing. He made the intervention of a Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting in 1997 in Edinburgh. He said there are so many loose ends that hang from the dreadful case largely emanating from America. I think we should remember what Mandela said to the world and us then and seek a court that is free of being beholden to any nation directly involved in the atrocity itself. Also adding, the trial should not take place in America. In view of what we now know about how Scotland handled the case, it should not take place in Scotland. He said the United Nations should instead choose an appropriate court to hold Massoud's trial and review the evidence against McGrath. Well, we've always been after amongst the British relatives is the truth. That's what we're about, not a fabrication that might seem to be replacing the truth. This is kind of interesting, the perspectives on this. It's a long time coming. What they're saying is this guy is the one who actually made the bomb. If I remember correctly, this was put into a radio-type device. And um, just horrific, absolutely horrific crime in blowing up this plane. And it came down over Lockerbie. 
something that folks in that community will certainly never forget. Let's talk about Brittany Greiner. This particular story has been getting a lot of attention, and there's a lot of debate going on about this deal. Over the weekend, Mike Pompeo, who's the former Secretary of State, had some interesting thoughts that he offered on Fox News Sunday about the exchange for convicted arms dealer Victor Bout. And he's expressing concern about the precedent that this actually sets, the message that it sends to our adversaries about taking Americans, whether it's terrorists or whether it's governments that may decide to prosecute American citizens and hold on to them for leverage. Here are the comments from Mike Pompeo. Uh, and I'm glad Brittany Griner's back home too. They were able to accomplish this. But my mission was always to get every American back, but at the same time not create the risk that more Americans would be taken. And there is no doubt that today, not just Vladimir Putin, but all the bad guys, the Iranians, others who hold Americans in detention, see that if you take a celebrity, the chance of getting one of your bad guys back out of American control is greater. And I think for people out there of notoriety, it is more likely they will be taken hostage today, and that is not a good policy. But the Trump administration was always very clear. We weren't going to trade bad guys for celebrities because it creates the wrong incentives for the bad guys as we go forward. It's not good for American national security. It's not good for people who are traveling across the world. What do you think? Do you agree with Mike Pompeo? Should this deal have been abandoned? Accessories, lamps and or should we just continue to celebrate? Plus we sell America's We've best got brands Brittany Griner back. Like That's all that matters. We'll continue working Let our qualified staff help to secure the release of Paul Wheeler. What do you think about this? It sounded this? like you, a big You share the same concern that what we've communicated here so I is George Saint injury lawyers. Knowing George Saint was result, Marine. This kind of thing will be repeated. Very good question that is raised here. There's a person saying here, why didn't we say the same things when Trump pardoned convicted felons? Well, all presidents have pardoned convicted felons. Just saying. On fusion energy, can you spell green energy pipe dream? Compare the complexity of that machine to a working nuclear reactor, a conventional steam plant, a gas turbine, just visually. You can tell they're chasing the impossible dream. Very, very skeptical here. This person say, I've never heard of Brittany until she was arrested. <laughs> Vince, their country, their rules. We have no constitutional rights once we leave U.S. territory. Besides, we prosecute Russians for violating our laws as well. All righty. Just a sampling of some of the items on our text line. Still to come on the broadcast... Babylon B has a little bit of fun with this particular story. As always, we'll share that and much more as we continue our broadcast. Stay with us.
on the Vince Coakley radio program over on the text line. Since this trade regarding Brittany Griner and the international arms dealer showed great weakness, my fear is we will now have an even bigger bout with terrorists trying to take our country down going forward. Mm-hmm. Also, Stephen Indian Trail. Vince, I question why we would prioritize the release of any American who hates America. Now, she's communicated that she loves America. Also, Vince, it's very interesting. The very people who want strict gun control traded to release a convicted terrorist arms dealer. So much for credibility and wanting gun control. Not sure about weakness. It definitely showed some wokeness. Ah. What we've conveyed to the world, athletes and famous people in America are worth more to us than our military and our safety. That America has put these people up on a pedestal and will do anything for them. So they've put a higher value of life for individuals they see on TV that play sports or entertain them. Yeah. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Just a sampling of some of the items on the text line. Babylon B has a great take on this. <laughs> they do such a great job. You ready for this? I hope I get some of these words correct here that I'm not too familiar with. In response to negative backlash, over a poorly negotiated prison exchange with Russia. President Biden has begun reading, you ready for it? The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump. Biden told the family of Paul Whelan, a former U.S. Marine who's still stuck in a Russian prison, I vowed to do better. That's why I picked up this great book from the library. <laughs> I mean, look at this guy. He looks like he makes great deals every day, said Biden, holding the book up proudly. I promise you, I'm going to be just like him, a real go-getter. Whelan's family initially expressed disappointment when American authorities first traded notorious Russian arms dealer Victor Bout, also known as the Merchant of Death, for WNBA athlete Brittany Griner. But are now hopeful that a deal can be made. If anyone can bring Paul home, it's Donald Trump, said Paul's twin brother David. Biden is committed to finishing the book before reopening negotiations with the Russian government, according to officials close to the president. The president's reportedly staying up as late as 6 p.m. to squeeze in some reading time. Boy, he's really burning the midnight oil, isn't he? <laughs> Biden told CBS Margaret Brennan, I'm going to be the master of the art of the deal, Jack. No one! will want to play Monopoly with me after I'm done with this book. Not a joke. According to sources, Biden's been honing his new skills by trading Pokemon cards with kids outside the White House. I traded a Flareon Hollow card for three Magikarps. I'm doing it. I'm making deals. At publishing time, Biden was hopeful that Putin would accept some Pokemon cards in exchange for Paul Whelan. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They are so terrible, aren't they? 
terribly funny. There are a lot of disappointed people who were hoping that we would see a more significant change in the midterm elections. There had been speculation about a red wave. I was quite intrigued to read social media posts from a friend of mine. I think he's moved out of the Charlotte area now. My good friend Bob Rucho used to be a state senator here in North Carolina. His commentary, I think, is right on point. After reading numerous opinion articles on what happened to the big red wave election, I've come to the conclusion the American voters couldn't discern any difference between actions of the liberal Democrat Party and the all-talk-and-no-action Republican Party. Therefore, there was no big reason to make a change in Washington. This was clearly evident by the recent liberal votes by so-called conservative Republican senators. Ooh, I think he's taking a swipe. In fact, at one of our senators here in North Carolina. You think? There's no reason to vote for a change if the elected Republicans continue to promote and vote for the liberal socialist agenda. Principles matter. Again, that is from Bob Rucho, former state senator. He's got a great point. What is the point? To campaign for, vote for, call for, do all kinds of things to get some of these Republicans in office for what? For them to turn right around and stab you in the back. I could use some other expressions, but I will be kind here. Try to. But it's food for thought and something for our politicians to think about. Hopefully they will. But you have to give them a reason to think about it. Otherwise, they'll keep right on doing what they're doing. Still to come in the broadcast on the other side, some hardcore Donald Trump supporters expressing concern about what's going on with him now. And a new survey on the possibility of a redo on this election, Trump versus Biden. You'll be quite intrigued by this poll. Hour number two, straight ahead. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.